You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. Everyone rates cigars, but very few cigars can say that they have been the number one cigar in the free world. The Aging Room Quattro F55 Concerto is one such cigar. Ranked as the number two cigar in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of 2013, the Aging Room Concerto features Dominican fillers and binders and is wrapped in an exquisite 10-year-old Sumatran wrapper. This medium-bodied, full-flavored cigar is full of creamy sweetness time and time again. Aging Room Cigar, small batches, limited Production, unlimited enjoyment. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, sun-grown, or Maduro, each Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage pairs extremely well with the finest Scotch whiskeys, bourbons, and other fine spirits. Available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. What are you doing? What are you doing? Come on. You never light a cigar that way. You use a wooden match. Preserves the flavor, you see. Broadcasting live at the world-famous Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Lounge in Boynton Beach, Florida. Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars with Honest Abe, Adam K. the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. Honest Abe, along with my K. My K. Are you my K? Uh, I guess, but I don't really want to be. (laughs) Along with my gang, Adam K., the brewmeister, and the lovely lady. Hi. What's up? Did you guys miss me? Nope. No. Actually, where'd you go? Last week I wasn't here. Where'd you go? Uh, You weren't? Oh, I must have I have to admit, Gwenji was a little lame. She was a little lame. She was lame. lame. She was a little shy. She was a little nervous. She was a little shy. But you were shy when you first started. Yeah, you had to get me drunk. Yes. We did our best shows ever hungover. Hungover is what makes you more comfortable. But 
Yeah, we, nerves and being hungover don't, when, for the first time don't really work. When our show used to be on at 9 a.m., Kel Kel, the lovely Kelly, is here, bartender extraordinaire. Good morning. Um, yeah, we used to do our show at 9 a.m., and then we'd have events on Friday, go out to strip clubs till 3 or 4 in the morning, and then go on the radio show. Those were our best shows. The best episode ever was with Charlie Tarano was me, you, and the Mick, I think, that episode. I think, like, the alcohol was coming out of our pores. He could smell the whole it. room smelled like yeah. alcohol. Yeah. It was and a then great I had show. my Lady M signature cocktails, which I would make, like, Long Island. It wasn't just, like, a mimosa in the morning. It was, like... Yeah, Lady M was so nervous when we first started doing the show, I literally had to get her drunk in the morning. That was part of, yeah, that was yeah. part of the repertoire. Signature cocktail. We had Lady morning. M signature cocktail, where she would have to make a cocktail, talk about it, and then drink it. And Abe got me this huge... Um, <laughs> so you had the diva glass. And it's a diva glass. I still have it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> St. Paddy's Day is next week. Too Mr. Bad. Brewmeister, what's the brew of choice for St. Paddy's Day? Well, obviously, it's got to be a Guinness or... But I prefer also to go more of a Smithy. Can you make Guinness green? Um... I don't recommend. You can well on St. Patrick's Day. You can make any. But I don't green. think isn't it too dark to. You'd green? have to add a lot oh, of food Guinness, coloring. Yeah, yeah I don't think you can make dark. a Guinness beer green. No, you, you, just you don't have to put need it to make Guinness cup. green because it's already Irish. It's sacrilegious to make Guinness green. But what you can do is make the the head green. Yeah, that would be easier. That would be easier. I yes. would just sprinkle um, green jimmies on top. Green jimmies. Yeah. Sounds like a pill. I had some green jimmies last night. <laughs> I was out till four in the morning. Oh. So sprinkles. Dang jimmies. <laughs> so are you doing anything for St. Patty's Day? Not that I know of. No? Eh, it's like New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. It's amateur hour. <sighs> so so Adam's going to sit at home on his couch. He's such a downer, man. He, he, he's such a downer. Everything I don't is, like crowds. You don't like people. Yeah. You're a I admit to this. He's the modern day Howard Hughes without the brains of the money. Does that make any sense? It does. Now, Lady M, can you tell us who Howard Hughes is? Howard Hughes. He was um, one of the Three Stooges. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that their last names were Howard almost makes an acceptable uh, answer. Okay. Moen Curly Howard, that's fine. Oh, wow. So what are you doing for St. Patty's Day? Uh, it's, well, it's like the celebration is this weekend, right? Right. Well, yeah. I, I, mean, I don't know. What is the rule? Are people celebrating yeah, this weekend? We are they do doing it on Tuesday? Every, yeah. My, I'm going up to Abacoa. My girlfriend has a company does events and I'm gonna go actually go work for her, help her out for a couple hours. Oh, you're gonna work? Mm-hmm. I'm weekend. From three to ten tonight. Oh, tonight you're working. Yeah. Oh, so but you're like gonna, it's a, it's a St. Patrick's. You're not gonna Day do anything Tuesday. Fest? No. Okay. No. No. I'll be in Orlando, so. You will be. I will be you're in Orlando. The kids yes. To their first Disney trip. First Disney trip, so. Yay! Oh, uh, this is gonna be cool. I got planned out well. We're gonna have a good time, and uh, for all our listeners out there, the next week will be the best of show because I will be returning from Disney, so. Adam will be away. And Adam will be away. Otherwise, I, w- I would let... You guys have done shows without me before. I think twice, two or three yeah, times. Yeah, but me by myself, it's really... Me by really myself, bad. really bad. <laughs> There's nobody to talk to. Well, like last time I did like these... Uh, I don't know. It was okay. So John, what did you do last night? You wanted to wait till we're on the air. Oh, my it. God. Okay, so we were just talking about hurting ourselves. You just slapped me really I did hard. Not I'm like, ow, oh, that almost hurt as much as last night. So... Note to self, if you make a homemade face mask and use gelatin, be prepared to rip your face off. So I made this eucalyptus apple cider gelatin face mask. I put it on. I'm thinking, oh, it's good. Do you eat it when you're done? No, you just, you put it on and it's supposed to be a peel. Well, like I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be, you know, gooey and just rip right off. When I tell you 
my face was being pulled and I was crying and I was all by myself. It was like leaving, <laughs> it was like putting wax on your body and you leaving should, it there. You should have videotaped it. And I and nobody could help me. I could see her with a mask <laughs> half on crying, not knowing if she has enough strength to pull the rest off. And then the worst part is I put it on my eyebrows, not realizing it, like how how like rough it was. So I start pulling it and little by little I just see my eyebrows start going ding. <laughs> oh my God. I had to get like acetone, all this stuff on my face. It was pretty bad. All for the sake of beauty. Yeah, yeah. See, beauty is pain. Men, pain we just grow. Beauty. We just get better when we get older. That's all. It's easy for us. <laughs> all right, folks. Um, we got a lot of cool stuff on the show. We got Christian Aroa. He's going to be on here a little bit later. We're going to talk about CLE and what's going on with him. We got Dr. Wheels. Sports medicine. What's the scoop of Dr. Wheels? Doctor, he uh, works on uh, a lot of athletes and has a lot of insight on the sports medicine world. Good. I want to talk to him about football and football yeah. players after watching that episode. of My wife's favorite show in the world is Real Sports with Brian Gumble. I know, but that's my wife's favorite show. You know how many times she'll call me at work crying? I'm like, are you watching Real Sports again? Stop watching that show. Is that like when they talk about the concussions and no, all that? They talk the... about anything. They talk about, they talk about this one woman who lost both her legs like at 18 and now is running a marathon. She did that commercial during the Super Bowl. Uh... And, it's about all this. I mean, some amazing stuff, too, right. but it's like always making her cry. Um, oh, also, oh, got a couple cool things to say. We got our longtime loyal listener, Mark Wood, going to get his head and beard shaved completely off. We're going to tell you a little bit more about that later on the show. And also, uh, are you smarter than a stripper? In the house is also longtime listener, Mark Williams, uh, a shop box extraordinaire. He's going to be... Uh, Challenging himself. He's going to be smarter than a stripper today. Yes, I've told the boys in the shop box. Now, you are committed, sir. You are committed, Mr. Williams. Uh, check out our podcast if you missed the show every Monday. The latest episode is up. Follow us on Twitter at Kiss My Ash Radio. Also on Facebook. We post a social media word every Friday. If you hear that word, give us a call at one one eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Give us a call. we we got to tape that somewhere up here. Give us a call, and if you're the 10th caller, you'll win a five-pack courtesy of Recluse, an iconic cigars, cigars that have uh, actually been very well-received, doing very well. Oh, everybody loves the Amadeus Amadeus. Amadeus Amadeus. And every week from our good friends at Zycar, Yes. guaranteed for life. Lighters and cutters made and guaranteed for life. They give away our uh, awesome listeners a lucky prize every week. And Lady M, what are what is the fine folks at Zycar giving away this week? This week, when you're the tenth caller after this sound, you are going to be taking home a Room 101 Blingtastic X EX2 lighter. Blingtastic. Bling this is oh, this is a hundred dollar uh, lighter, guaranteed for wow. life from Zycar. Wow, nice. Beautiful lighter has some Room 101 art on it. It's really cool. Check us out at Facebook, Kiss My Ash Radio, and we'll have a photo up of the package. And be one of the lucky listeners, you could win that. So, good show ahead. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more right after this. Follow us on Twitter at KissMyAshRadio. Yes, it's mandatory. Hey, cigar enthusiasts. Did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. 
Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our Decade Cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. This is a La Aurora-issued public service announcement. The iconic lion has gone rogue. Breaking out of the original Dominican Cigar Factory is Untamed by La Aurora. Undoubtedly, one of their strongest cigars proves that not only can their factory provide flavorful sticks, but powerful as well. Taking a fantastic Dominican Nicaraguan blend and wrapping it with an oily Connecticut broadleaf wrapper creates a wild ride of flavor from start to finish. Be aware, this animal is extremely aggressive and should be approached with caution. Bill Paley, Samuel Paley's grandson, has dedicated himself to creating cigars emblematic of the original La Polina brand, created by his grandfather over a century ago. La Polina premium handmade cigars represent a marriage of the finest tobaccos blended by master artisans. La Polina has consistently received top honors from all industry publications, including Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year and Cigar Journal's Best American-Made Cigar. La Polina, premium handmade cigars, available only at fine tobacconists. Trill, Cabarete, Cuellar. Yes, Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. I said Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. Get these cigar brands in your head because they are great and here to stay. So do yourself a favor. Go to your local retailer and say Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. I need to try these now. Top-rated cigars from Villager Cigars. It's a movement. For more information or to find a retailer near you, visit VilligerCigars.com. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to all our loyal listeners, vegetarians, and lovers of the leaf. Honest Steve here. We are broadcasting live in the main cigar lounge at the world famous Casa Monte Cristo Cigar Bar in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida, in front of a live audience. I'm here with my gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. And all I have to say is shame on you, Shopbox people. I'm on it now. What are you Shame on you. <laughs> That's all I have to say. They think we don't read it. I don't really, but. It's hard to do everything. Hoot I tried the clown. I give free facials if anyone wants one. You actually read it on the air. Okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, visit us at kissmyashradio.com, where there is a live shop box for some of our most loyal listeners. 
uh, intermingle and socialize while listening to this awesome show. Um, charities, you know, uh, I feel I've been very blessed in my life and uh, had a lot of good things and happen to me and I always like to give back. Uh, charities are always a, a thing I like to be involved with and especially with children, uh, being a father over the last six, seven years, I've done a lot of things with uh, children's charities and one of, our, one of our good friends and loyal listeners, Marcus Wood, came to us with a Wheels for Kids charity. Uh, we had to get involved. Uh, so um, I'm going to let Marcus tell us a little bit about the charity and what we're going to do today. Uh, Mark? Welcome. You're on Kiss My Ash Radio. Good morning. Good morning. Is this the first time you're on the show? First time on the awesome. show. Awesome. Many times in the audience. Yes. Tell us a little bit about the Wheels for Kids charity. So um, it's a foundation started by my cousin 12 years ago. And what it does is it helps families that need custom wheelchairs for their, for their you know, kids at home. And uh, because of, in honor of her daughter, who was born with cerebral palsy and, you know, needed help throughout her Throughout her life, uh, uh, you know, a lot of her friends came to her and said, why don't, you, why don't you start a foundation? And she's like, oh, I don't know. Why not? So uh, about the time she kicked it off, she gave me a call and said, what do you know about websites? I said, well, enough. You know, what do you what do you need? And she went through it, and that's how I got involved. Um, how long has this charity been around? Twelve years. Wow. And, uh you know, before that, I was working a lot with Children's Place at Home Safe, which... Which was one of the charities we've worked with before. Right, and that's actually how I met you in the first place. Oh, wow. And that, you know, I was already helping with Wheels for Kids and progressed from doing the web page to serving on the board to being treasurer. And now I kind of just, you know, go where I'm needed. And, uh, you know, the last few years have been a little tough, a little lean, but... We still manage to give out two or three chairs a year and have averaged. What, what's the average price of one of these custom chairs? Just um, to give an idea. It's a wide range. Um, you know, it can be something simple like just a stroller, something so, so somewhat portable. You know, maybe a couple thousand, fifteen hundred, a couple thousand dollars. And the most uh, exotic, I guess is the word, chair we gave out about in 2009. There was a young man at... Uh, Park Vista High School, and he wanted to study to be a physician, oh, and wow. this chair allowed to let him stand, like, oh. you know, it, oh, it brought wow. him up to stand up straight, wow. so it's, it's almost like a little transformer is what it looked like, wow. and that chair, I think, was about $32,000. Holy that was, cow. That wow. was the most expensive uh, Holy cow. one, and, and, and if people are listening to it, is this just for South Florida, you guys provide these chairs all over the country? Just, or? Right now, it's just in South Florida, and we concentrate on Palm Beach County. And, um, and if people are listening, can, can they, is there a website they can go to to yeah. request the need or help for a yeah. chair? Um, or even to donate can, money to the cause? If you go to wheelsforkids.org, you know, for spelled out, F-O-R, dot org, and uh, there's an application um, that you can fill out if you, you know, need a, need a device. And then there's also a donate button. You can donate through PayPal or mail a check into the P.O. box. Wow. Um, we're happy you know, for any, any assistance, but, uh, you know, it's, it's been a family, a family business. So, uh, well, I tell you what, when Mark approached us with his idea, it was this week, really, yeah, I mean, we just did it really quick. Yeah. It was this week we came, he, he offered to, and you have a pretty lengthy beard there. How old is that beard? Yeah. I started this probably middle of April, so not quite a year. So he, he, he is offered, he said we had raised $500. He would shave his beard and head off. So, you know, wanting to see him get his head shaved off, I kind of negotiated. Now, let's say I go at 300, you know, and I figured we fell short. I'd just cover it anyway because I wanted to see his head. 
get shaved. And uh, we went to, what's the website? GoFundMe.com slash Wheels for Kids. GoFundMe.com slash Wheels for Kids. And I think we'll leave, can we leave it up through through the weekend? Yeah. Yeah. GoFundMe.com slash Wheels, F-O-R, Kids. And we put it up and we raised, and it's not done yet because it's going to go through this weekend, but we raised $700. I saw that. For, that was... for the for the kids. So, awesome, awesome. So we, we, we beat your original goal, yes. my goal, and, uh, um, you know, I'll make sure that it's at least $1,000 no matter what. Awesome, So yeah. if it doesn't fall short, I'll, I'll cover it so we'll get you at least $1,000 for the kids. So um, uh, we have the uh, a lovely, uh, I mean, I, I, I hate to call her a barber because barbers are just so plain. Stylist? Yeah, stylist, but I think she's cooler than a stylist. Stylist sounds a little, yeah. But... Uh, Soul, the barber chick, is her name. Uh, Soul, the barber chick, who actually uh, is the personal groomer of Honest Abe himself. So, um, Soul, the barber chick, is here, who has a studio in West Palm Beach and will also come out to your location. Uh, she's going to actually shave your head and beard right now while we're on the air. I'm ready. And uh, we're going to have some before and after pictures post on our Facebook. And if you'd like to contact uh, Soul, the barber chick, her number is 518 836 8424 518-836-8424 and our producer John will get some nice photos and post Soul's information on Facebook but uh, we appreciate the efforts as always anything to help people out especially children and uh, we're glad to be part of it thank you very much and, and one last question yes. the, uh, the event alright oh yeah Tell there's an event the tied event. into yeah. this yeah, tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow tomorrow downtown Lake Worth St. Patrick's Day Parade yep um, there'll be a chair uh, being delivered to one of the children and I think there's a little lunch for some of the kids and family, but it's a you know it's like a full day event down it's there. It's an all day parade. Yeah, it's like well, from 11 a.m. Well, till parade, 10 at night. The actual marching part is about an hour. Oh, but there's music and it's an know, all day festival. Activities, You're correct? And this is in Lake Worth. Lake Worth on Lake Avenue. Right, all right. right is there a there. website for it? You can check the information. Is it on the Wheels for Kids? Yeah, if you go to Wheels for Kids, there's a link, and you can check it out on our Facebook link, which is also linked from the homepage. So, how many people do you guys expect? Oh gosh, uh, I don't I don't know how they keep track of that. I remember two years ago when I was there. I mean, the streets were full. I wow. think I think we have 50 uh, entries in the parade. Oh wow! And there's you know the the amount of police are there. You know the fire department comes. Uh, I saw the um, one of the blurbs on, on the website or email or something. Is it jeeps only in the parade? No, I oh. I didn't understand that. There might oh, okay. be before the parade. I think they were you know having jeeps. Like come down the street first. Okay. Um, not in the parade. That would kind of be hard with the pedestrians. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, I think it's early enough people will have most of their wits about them. <laughs> early on, at least. Early on, early on at least. Is going to be green beer out there? Uh, I hope not, but I guess I it has not. to be. <laughs> not a fan of green beer. You know, uh, like Adam, I like the darker variety. So, uh, <laughs> uh, little taste of the higher. No wonder he likes wine at the bar. Yeah. Anyways, ouch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mark, once again, thanks a lot. Mark, we're going to set you up with Soul, the barber chick over there, and uh, she's right. going to start shaving your head and beard, my friend. Perfect. We have pictures of this on Facebook. Very cool. Keep up the great work. Uh, we appreciate you for uh, letting us be part of it. Thank you very okay. much. Great. Thank you. Very too. cool. Marcus Wood, ladies and gentlemen, great cause. Uh, please, if you get a chance, visit Go. We're going to leave this up for the weekend. GoFundMe. Com forward slash wheels for for kids. There you go. Thank you very much. So did Christian Aroa get off his flight? Yes. The King Flake himself, who was supposed to be in the studio, 
I hope he's listening. That's an inside joke between him going back for years, who's more of a flake. But um, he was supposed to be in here live, uh, decided he's going to be calling in. So uh, we're going to have Christian Roa of CLE Cigars, uh, formerly uh, his family started Camacho Cigars. We'll be on right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. The godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Siri R, and El Rico Habano, recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number 8 Cigar of the Year and Rob Report's Best of the Best Honor. Although E.P. Carrillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $4.50 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try E.P. Carrillo. Pick up an E.P. Carrillo at your nearest location. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. Then again... So does growing the perfect beer. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today. Coots Nicaraguan Blend, a pleasing medium-bodied cigar with a mix of flavors like cinnamon, graham cracker, herbs, spice, oak, grass, and mild pepper. The latest addition to the Coots Brands is a perfectly balanced cigar with subtle and nuanced flavors blended together nicely. This cigar poses a rich blend of Nicaraguan binders and fillers and featuring an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, greatly recommended for those who simply love the enjoyment of kicking back and getting the full cigar experience. Coots Nicaraguan Blend, presented by Coots. To find your nearest tobacconist, visit Coots.com. That's K-U-U-T-S dot com. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sungrown or Maduro. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M.
Wow. <laughs> yep. He looks so weird. <laughs> He's got Wait, a baby should, face. We should leave the lamb chops on there. <laughs> I think leave him with the lamb chops. Oh, just for the uh, for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, folks. Honest Abe here with my gang Adam K, the brewmeister, and the lovely lady M. And we are sitting here watching the transformation of Mark Wood here right in front of us as his one-year-old beard and mustache has just gotten shaved off. Holy cow, he just looked like he lost 10 years. <laughs> Literally, holy moly. The hair, too? You know, I'm going to tell you something, Mark. Once you go bald, you don't go back. I did that one time, and that was it. I couldn't deal with my hair anymore. You might be bald. I, you know, I, 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 I'm <laughs> saying this on the air publicly for the world to know. I am the personal reason why Nimish from Rocky Patel Cigars shaved his head bald. Personal reason. Because it, it just looked... No, no, was we he were, trying to hang on, too? He was trying to hang on. He had that... Y'all hanging on to the, the side. He had that <laughs> side rug going on where the top's gone bald, but you're letting the hair grow out on the sides. And you know, I'd already come to that realization years before that. We have Mark Williams. Mark Williams has beautiful eyes. Yes. <laughs> he got, he's got Tarzan hair over there. So, anyways, no, true, this is a true story. Not many people know this. I have a video of this, and I have pictures of this. i got to dig them up somewhere. But... We're, we're, we're at the trade show one year, and this has got to be at least almost eight to ten years ago, and we're at Monterano's in Vegas. Everybody's drunk. Everybody's having a good time, and I just go to him, dude, what the F is with this side patch you're grooming? Just let it go. You're bald. I don't know if you've realized it. You're bald. You're a bald person. It just looks retarded. Shave it. And he's like, no, I don't know. I said, listen, I'm going to come, and I'm going to shave your head on the showroom floor. This is the last day of the trade shows the next day. And, you know, at our trade show, there's always one of these guys who sell the barber things and whatever. So one of the guys got a bar of soap from the hotel room. I got a little barber kit. And in the Rocky Patel booth, I shaved his head bald for the first time. Shaved it in front front of, like, 60, 80 people all around the Rock. Because I told, of course, I told everybody in the industry I was shaving his head. So everybody watched it. I shaved his head at the, in Vegas at the IPCPR, and he's never let his hair grow back. It's, it's, you know, it's very kind of cool just not having to worry about anything. No, you but know? you still have to because you still have little places where you do have hair. That's so the only thing. Like That's maintain. the only thing. I wish it just wouldn't grow at all anywhere. You wish you had complete bonds. Right. But, I mean, you know, you don't have to worry. Yeah. So you want anti-Rogaine. Yes. Yes. I want, I want weed killer. Yeah. That's what I need. I need some weed killer. There you go. All right. Uh, every week, uh, we like to invite somebody to be what, to be on what I consider to be my favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. Wow. I all right. This week, we have an old friend, but he's not that old. Uh, currently uh, running CLE cigars and Fabricas Unitas. Fabricas, not so Unitas sometimes. <laughs> We're going to see what's going on in the world of Christian Oroa. Christian, welcome. You are on Kiss My Ash Radio. Hey, what's going on, man? I, I heard that not the United part. <laughs> Did you hear me call you a flake, too? Why? Because I didn't show Did up. You hear my... Yeah, you know me and you. We got the flake thing going back and forth now for ten years. As soon as I heard you weren't coming, I said, "Oh, he's such a flake." No, man, bro. It, it, you know what's funny? I was calling back from Phoenix last night. I was like, "Man, I got the midnight flight. I'm gonna be able to sleep in all night." Who sits next to me? Nick Perdomo, bro. And that 
We were here. We were talking the whole freaking flight. I set the total like thirty-five <laughs> minutes. Finally landed like an eight something. Like, dude, there's no way I'm making it to Palm Beach right now or Boynton Beach. <laughs> so, uh, oh boy. so, you, that, uh, so let me just get this so, straight. So, let me just get listen, this straight. Blame, you're blaming Nick Perdomo. <laughs> is that what you're trying to do? Are you trying to blame Nick Perdomo? Dude, the stuff has got to roll down the hill. Man. I got to blame it on Nick since he's one of the largest. <laughs> team, what, what's the ad? What does he ad say? One of the largest manufacturers in Nicaragua. Just blame it all on Nick. <laughs> <laughs> He used to be one of the largest manufacturers in Nicaragua, but he lost a lot of weight. Yeah, he did. You know, I'll, nope. I'll tell you a quick story. We were in Chicago one time with Nick, and you know Nick likes to wear those suits that they look like leotards. So the kid goes up to go to the bathroom. They're pretty tight. I take all I take all the sweet and lows and all the sugar packs, and I pack every single pocket in that suit. That guy was taking out sugar packets for like 20 minutes when he put that leotard back on. It was too You're hard. funny. You're funny. So, Chris... Tell us, uh, bring us up to speed. What's going on with CLE? Hey, man, you know, it, it's it's really interesting, man. We're doing, actually, um, let's do the plug first. You know, this uh, in the next two weeks, we're launching the uh, 80 by 8 and the Super 1118. Those cigars will be in the market probably the week after next. We're doing them on the Asylum 13 line on the, um, on the Ogre, and we do it on the Corojo line. And the 80 by 8 is, if it, the funny thing about the 80 by 8, we've been weighing it, and it weighs exactly twice the amount that a 60 by 6 weighs. It is that much tobacco that wow. that thing has. It's a monster. And the Super 1118 is like the old 1118, which I named after my mother's birthday, November 18th. And what we did, we did, it's a double header. It's a 58 by 70 by 60 by 8. And it's that double head, so people have the choice to smoke it from whatever side they want. It's an experiment. We'll see how it works. Hopefully, it'll work out well and people will like it. Speaking of experiments, you know, are you, I mean, when you started your company, you had a few brands out there. You had the Winwood, the CLE, the Og- Asylum, uh, the Ogre. Are, are you shocked at the success and, and the popularity that the Asylum brand is uh, receiving all over the country? Incredible. You know, I was actually in, in Arizona right now and Asylum has only been out, this is our third year, and it seems like the brand's been out for seven, eight years. Yes, incredibly shocked. I never knew that we could we could get hit by lightning twice, Dave. But, you know, Tom and Lazuka and I sit back and, and we ask each other, how do we do it? Because we're really not that smart. And when it comes down to it, two guys that really know the business, we came up with the right product at the right price and the right package with the right taste. And the market was waiting for it. We completely... Can... You know, once again, Abe, and, and uh, you know, if I don't give myself credit, nobody else will. But once again, here we are, <laughs> change the way the industry works. You know, if if we want to give credit to the right people, I mean, Nick, he did that that uh, Immenso years ago. I don't know what size it was. And then JFR. Was, was I think Immenso was 100 ring gauge. Was it? I, I remember. I, I, I only remember that ugly ass old lady with a cigar in her mouth. That's the only thing I remember. Yeah, that was, about that that was, that was a great ad, too. <laughs> I have to pull this out. Oh yeah, just just Google, <laughs> just Google Immenso. It's like a ninety-year-old lady holding a hundred ring-gauge cigar in her mouth. Oh yeah, everybody remembers that ad. That's yeah. how ad. That's how great that ad is. So just go to image, and, give me, Just put Immenso cigar. No, and, no, and, then, and then when we came back, you know, when uh, and then JFR comes out of seventy by seven, and, and I talked about how Tom Lazuka wanted me to do it. I hated doing it. Now I really think that the seventy by seven was never meant to be. 
a, a real size. I thought it was going to be a gimmick. It was going to get my foot in the door. When other people started copying that cigar, and many factors from, from you know, I'm not going to mention names. I don't want to get in trouble. But, you know, XYZ started coming out with this product. It really gave that size credibility. And it forced our brand to go to that Pepsi Coke comparison. Everybody started comparing all the copies to the Asylum. And they end up always going back to the Asylum because the Asylum is just a stud. And I wish I could use the proper words when we're on radio, but the cigar is a stud. (laughs) Best cigar out there with that size. It's amazing. amazing. It really is. I'm very impressed with it. No, it's great. What What do you think? What do you think was, or what do you what do you think was the difference? Why Asylum? I mean, was it the ring gauges alone, or why some of the other brands haven't really taken off as well? Winwood and La Hichiera and a couple of the other ones. What, what What do you think was the main difference? Hey, you know that's really an interesting question, and, and we try to uh, Monday morning quarterback what happened. I think it's the people involved. I just think that the people involved behind the project were, were probably weren't interesting enough or maybe I wasn't allowing them the right coverage. Or it could simply be that because our portfolio became so, so focused on asylum, the shadow was much too big for everybody else to be able to succeed under it. You know, Winwood was a real, real cool concept, and it just didn't work because, you know, my, my salespeople walk into the stores, and they're selling asylum first out of the bag, and we, were, we had a group of young salespeople at the time. I mean, they're still young. They're 24, 25. But most of them are inexperienced. They've never sold cigars before. And uh, maybe, wow. you know, in hindsight, I should have done Winwood next year. You know, when, when we had a lot more legs and a lot more a, a solid footing. But, you know, again, I've said it before. Winwood and, and Echiceta, they're all necessary failures. We had to learn. And now we got to a point where we really trimmed down our portfolio. We identify who our company is. We are Asylum, Ostock EH, and CLE. And that's really what our growth is. And once we, once we focus on that, you know, our growth has been tremendous. Last year, our growth was about another 42%. This year, we're up another 125%. And this is already, you know, brands that have been moving very, very quickly. Well, very cool. Listen, we have Christian Aroa of CLE Cigars and uh, Fabricas Unidas. And we're going to have more with Chris right after this. Stay tuned. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? Your funeral? That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. Here, try this Rickloose cigar. You're going to need all the help you could get. Hey, don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Rickloose. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. Hey, I think you should stick with that Rickloose cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game, and I know a little something about games. Boom. Hey, sucker, go buy yourself a Rickloose cigar and do it today. Voted the number one gentleman's club worldwide. Located on Okeechobee Military Trail for the sexiest scene in the city. Come see us at the Spearmint Rhino. The premier upscale gentleman's club. Get ready to celebrate the good life with the Monte Cristo Social Club Roadshow. Coming soon to a city near you. Enjoy world-class premium cigar brands like Monte Cristo, Romeo y Julieta, 
and H. Upman. Sip on delicious drinks and savor fine foods. You'll also hear an exclusive lecture about crafting premium cigars from the first seeds to hand-rolled masterpieces. Visit MontecristoSocialClub.com slash Roadshow for more information and to reserve your tickets to join in the festivities. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory. La Zona, enriched and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinosa cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. Look for Espinosa cigars at your nearest fine tobacconist. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. The Oliva Family. The makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series B Melanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke, which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob Magazine. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva Family of Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honesty, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. You know the song? If I know this song, what do I get? I'll be shocked, honestly. You know this song? Are you trying to tell no, us? He, he said, he says, I don't know it. You don't know it? You don't know this song? No. Did you know this song? I don't think I've ever heard this song. Before. Are you kidding me? This is Duran Duran. Duran Duran. Reflex. They sing that one song. Uh... Hungry Like the Wolf. Yes. I'm shocked at least you knew another song by Duran Oh, come on. I mean, that's the big one. This one. Oh, now, now thinking the chorus, that makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, this is oh. one of the biggest songs he ever had. Yeah. Now that's Hungry not... Like the Wolf was like eight years before this song. No, now that they get to the chorus, it makes more sense. The first, wow. I guess I never heard the first part of it. No, you missed the first part of it. Yeah. Is, is Matt Goldapper in the house? Matt? Did he leave? How, how, I hope he's listening to the show, because how conveniently does he leave before we have to test if the caller is on the air? Matt, will you, will you please, hiya, will you please audio clip this and send them that for me? Send it with my love. Thank you, please. Send me yeah. a copy of that email. I want to see it. Anyways, if you're back, just join us. I'm Dave here with my gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely lady. Hey, Christian, listen, I um, yep. I actually had a question for you before Abe cut and went to break. I know we were talking about, you know, some brands and Caldwell and all that stuff. Grace Sotolongo is a good friend of mine and, and you know, uh, has been on the show and everything. And um, when you took her brand in, were you did you really feel that she was worthy of a brand or qualified? Or, or were you really just taking her in and hoping that this was going to just take off? I think Christian, like, went out on the road and just had a big sign. You know, no, we'll, we'll, make no. we'll make cigars. We'll make cigars. No. <laughs> we'll make cigars. Because <laughs> United is. We've got a brand Listen, for you. I kind of want to start a Lady M cigar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lady M wants to start a cigar. You're in trouble now. I was just yeah, kidding. Yeah, you know what? That, <laughs> I, 
if, if you guys were here, if, if, I wish, I'm glad I'm not there so you guys can't see my face right now. I'm, I'm like a deer in a headlight. <laughs> so actually, you know what? Grace is always a very attractive personality to me. Only because, you know, this kid has done what a lot of people pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for to get that kind of following on, on social media. This kid does it on her yes. own. Yeah. It's amazing. And, yes. uh, she did. I, she, you know, did. She, had, she got to a point, I remember, she used to complain that she ran out of space on Facebook. She had to delete people all the time because she was that popular. You know, I, I was also trying to test the strength of social media, which in this case, it proved it was not strong enough to really carry a brand. And I really wanted... I wanted to go a different direction with Ejiseta, but there was something that she wasn't, uh, you know, she wasn't agreeing to, and she, she just decided not to, not to be a part of that anymore. And, uh, but I really thought the product was great, the concept was great. It just, you know, some things work and some don't. You just can never figure it out. But, you know, you, you, and as we go down the portfolio, you know, there are other brands that, that we're trying to get out there. You know, we did the Aero, which is the only reason I came back into the business was to make the Aero a cigar. And, the, you know, if you saw, and I, I really wish you guys could do a live show one time from uh, from Honduras where you guys could see the farms, the most advanced farms in the world. Work from Palm Beach County. <laughs> Looking at the producer. Looking at the producer. Look, I'm sorry. Go ahead and finish, Chris. No, listen, and, and the cigar, and the way the tobacco's grown, everything certified by, by Bayer, we, we do, everything is 100% natural. It's a drip system. We don't. It, everything's amazing. The factory itself is beautiful. It's the cleanest factory in the world. We have the same standards as, as ice ketchup and Bayer. And this is all part of, 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 of us preparing for the FDA. But it's really something we started 13 years ago to make sure we now, have a clean factory. You did, Chris. But for our listeners who don't know what you're talking about now with the Bayer, explain what the Bayer program is because you were the first. This was, this was back when you were still running Camacho. Had Camacho. This was the first cigar company, I think, that did this. Explain what the whole bear program is. What happened was, you know, many years ago, I went to visit Estelo Padron's factory at uh, Villazon. Estelo Padron, who recently passed, he, he was truly my mentor. I, I, I honestly think that Rolando Reyes and Estelo Padron are the best manufacturer we'll ever see. Period. That's it. And uh, I went, and his factory was very clean. I came back to my factory, and we started really changing the way our, our, we worked. You know, our, our factory was dirty, and, and just little by little, we started changing everything about what we did. And it started uh, feeding onto the farms also. Everybody started being a lot cleaner. Bayer started taking notice of the things that we were doing. When Bayer saw that, because Bayer, we know I'm here as aspirin people, but they're really very big into agriculture. And yeah, this Bayer is actually the Bayer saying, Aspirin Company. Yes, Bayer Aspirin, but they, they, have, uh, they have something called uh, AgroScience. They're very big in our countries. And Bayer took notice of what we're doing, and they said, look, you know, products, agricultural products are red, yellow, blue, and green. Red, of course, being toxic, and green being non-toxic at all, or completely natural. They started supplying us with products that are only green and blue. And the only reason we're using blue is because they haven't developed green products to replace that. And, of course, there's a certain level of toxicity that, that you got to measure. I don't know them right now. I mean, I could make them up, but I'll probably get it wrong anyway. <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> remember, remember, Abe, I only pretend to know what I'm talking about sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and, I know. Uh, no, so th- w- when they started looking at, at our production, say, listen, we want to do an experiment with you guys. And we got certified, I think it was in 2009. The problem that we've had is that Bayer being a human life company, 
they can't really go out there and, and promote that they have clean tobacco products, so to speak. So it's something that uh, they're, they're still working on now. But once you, you look at the fact and you taste it, you know, you, you look at the cigars that we make now as a result of this Bayer program, and the level consists, you know, we measure, we, we have, we have uh, uh, probes underground to measure the amount of, of minerals in the soil. We measure from the, the, the time the seedling is, is born, the level of nicotine that it has, all the way the tobacco being fermented. And everything in Aidoa and on the CBT is fermented at least three years. We have to fit the levels. We have everything measured. This is all thanks to what Bayer has done for us. You know, for somebody to start the process today, it is a 13-year process. We're already there. You know, and I really do think, because part of what the FDA is going to require, because I've seen the requirements that the cigarette companies have, we need to not know, not know how the cigars are made, but every single product that goes into those cigars. We're there already. We can trace everything back to the seed from our products going all the way back to 2009. That is how, how advanced we are in that level. And, you know, the only thing I think that, that hasn't allowed the Eiroa brand to, to explode like Asylum is the fact that it's made in Honduras. And Honduras, of course, is not, you know, it's not gangster right now. It's Nicaragua that's really popular. But I think eventually the growth sure. keeps being 10, 15, 20 percent every year for that brand. And once it really gets to, to most other, right now, Eiroa is only in 352 cigar stores. Once it, it, it reaches the 13 or 1400 stores that we're in, I think you're going to start seeing that cigar in more places. Well, you, you brought you went back to the Aroas there, and uh, you were talking about how you got back in the industry to put a put your name on a cigar, and you just released the CBT or the Aroa, which is the original Aroa Maduro. I mean, give the listeners a little bit of a background and some ideas of what the CBT is all about. Well, what we do is, you know, the, the tobacco we use for Aroa to give it that kind of body is all from the fourth priming, fifth priming, and sixth priming. Traditionally, the, these were mature leaves and thick leaves. You know, our industry in the 90s sort of bastardized the name Maduro. You know, Maduro became known as a black leaf. And what we did was, as an industry, we moved toward Mexican wrappers and broadleaf, sometimes Costa Rica and sometimes Panamanian. But mostly, is, is, and today I think Mexican is the most popular. So broadleaf is impossible to work with. And what we do is... All the leaf that we use in Aidoa is all, is, all, is all from the higher priming. So you could say, I mean, you could really make an argument that the Aidoa itself is also a Maduro cigar. But, you know, we, we can't make that claim because people just won't understand it. So what we did with the Aidoa is Corojo, fifth priming on the wrapper. And what we did on the CBT, we ended up using Mexican seed grown in Honduras that gives that leaf ferments with that natural dark color. It gives you that additional body because the soil in Honduras is what, what the, the soil gives you all that flavor, and the soil in Honduras is it's much richer, I think, than uh, than the one in Mexico, as far as giving that leaf a lot of body. Oh. Well, there you go. So now we know it's got a fuller body leaf all throughout it. So what's uh, next on the horizon for CLE Fabricus Unitas? Anything setting up for the IPCPR? <laughs> Anything you can tell our it's listeners about? It's only a couple about? months away. It's creeping up. Yeah, you know, we, we don't really do. The, the IPCPR is, of course, a very interesting show. It's the biggest one in our industry. and But we don't wait that long. We present our products much earlier in the year. And what we're trying to do with our company, we, we really study the market. And one thing that we've been focusing on a lot is a cigar called the Insidious. 
Insidious is a milder cigar with a sweet cap on it. You know, we have that, and we just launched the Maduro this month. This past month, the Insidious Maduro started coming out. And what it is, is it's, we're trying to get the cigar smoker that walks into the cigar store and has really never smoked cigars before. Because I don't think right now there's a cigar that caters to beginning smokers. You know, I, I, I see young kids that first come into the stores, and they're more smoking asylum as their first cigar. Dude, we're never going to get that guy back in the store. That guy's probably going to be passed out somewhere. You know, we want to make sure the stores... <laughs> Let's not get kids in the streets. That's not a great idea. Offer him something that yeah. can, he can come back and enjoy. Yeah, of course, man. We make we make the uh, we put the sweet cap on the cigars four to five dollars, and what this does is the sweet cap allows the person to forget that he smoked a cigar because there is no aftertaste. And most of us that smoke cigars, if you, if I can take you back to the first time you smoked a cigar, you remember that the next day your mouth tastes like crap for like two days. You're like, man, I can't get this flavor out of my mouth. You know, the, the insidious doesn't do that. The insidious, you you almost forget that you smoked a cigar allowing you a chance to smoke two or three of those cigars at a pop. And it's a great morning cigar, and that's really what, what our focus is. We're focusing not only on the full-body stuff, but also on the medium-body cigars, which I think are what, are what uh, sell a lot more and a lot more popular in the end. Well, I don't know if it's popular, because I've recently experienced this and seen this personally, but they definitely sell a lot more. You know, I was surprised. I learned a couple things, but I mean, the the the, the, the medium milder cigars just don't get to talk about or get the uh, blog. It's exposure. not the sexy pick. It's not the sexy pick, but by volume, those are the cigars that sell without a doubt. Um, of course, so, man. You know, yeah. Where, so, where do you get your inspiration from when you're thinking about brands or coming out brands? Hey, you know, we are. What makes this very different for everybody. Our farm has 667 acres, and my father's always experimenting on something. And there are different levels of fermentation. So sometimes, let's say we have 27 lots at the farm, and my father will grow, for example, he'll grow a seed called Victoria on lot number 16. And when I look at that, that I look at the tobacco in the barn. I go and I smoke it right from the barn. Then I see the tobacco when it goes into fermentation. Oftentimes... For example, this Victoria leaf I'm talking about, when it goes into fermentation, the color it gives you is that beautiful, if you can picture a Cuban cohiba, that beautiful Colorado color, that's the color that that, 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 that leaf gives you. At that point, I already start imagining what I think that cigar is going to look like, and that look has to match the taste. So now we, 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 we begin the fermentation process to match it. So if I want to keep that light, that Colorado color, what I'll do is, I'll end up, uh, when that matches the Colorado color, we'll start doing a very slow fermentation because I don't want that color to turn any darker. At that point, remember, I'm thinking three years ahead. We don't use tobacco that's less than three or four years age. So I'm already thinking three years ahead of time. Every time I go, as the, as the tobacco is in fermentation, I'm testing it. I'm working up samples the whole time. You know, and the, the cigar will taste almost exactly to what I think is going to taste like three years later, except for, you know, that bitterness, that, that, that the rawness of the leaf gives you. And at that point, then you start thinking, okay, how can I present this to people in a way that they're going to come, up, come and like and taste the cigar? So although I hate the marketing side of the business, I absolutely detest it because I think it's been bastardized and, and too much BS gets told and too many stupid stories. You know, we have to figure out a way to present the cigar to people in a way that it's going to stand out to them. 
So that becomes a very big challenge for us. You know, how do we stand out? And just like your stores, Abe, you know, you, you might have 700 different brands in your stores, and I'm probably not exaggerating. You know, how do I jump no. out in front of everybody? And not just not just the customer, but your human manager, which is really, they're more important than you are. Sorry, kid, but, I mean, they are. That, that kid is, those guys are the most important guys, the guy that walks the customer human. How do I stand out in front of that guy? And how do we stand up against powerful brands and great cigars like Fuente, you know, that they do everything to perfection? You know, how do we, how can I really stand in the same room? So all these things come into mind. That means that the cigar has to have the right look. It has to have the right taste. The price has to be on the money. And the packaging has to be perfect, too. And the band has to match this whole thing. Because, you know, I think that the cigar needs to look the way it's going to taste. And that's really the challenge. And it's something very hard to put on paper. And it's hard to teach somebody. And I just, I've been fortunate throughout the years that I, I think I have a good feeling for what people want in that aspect. You know, not all the time, but, you know, just like baseball, you know, you, you can fail seven times and still, seven times out of ten and still and, do all right. And hit a grand slam. Well, listen, Chris, I, I really thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule. I know you just landed and coming on our show. A pleasure, as always. Uh, we're going to try to get you down in here live one time sooner or later. Has he ever been on the show? Yes, he was just oh, here yeah? like a No, I was there last time. Yeah, I, and listen, I, Christian, I know that you were here. Don't worry. And because this is all Nick was almost fault. Next time Nick is on, I should get his first 10 minutes. Thank you very much. Keep up the great work. We wish you continued success, and uh, we'll touch base with you again soon and see how things hey, are going. Hey, man, and quick, listen, I, need, I know you need to go to a commercial break, but I, I do really want to thank you congratulate you for your event. That, that, uh, that event you do is fantastic. I got a lot of comments. It's from called it. The Great Smoke. You know, you have... Great, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So you can count our commitment in the future. I, I believe in it. You know, normally, you know, we don't like handing out cigars or giving anything away for free, but uh, that's one one uh, one event that we'll keep supporting in the years to come. And thank you very much for the hey, opportunity. No, no. I, I thank you. Before I let you go, uh, of course, I'm going to hit on you a little bit here. Um, did you hear about the charity that we raised money for for the kids Wheels for Kids? Wheels for Kids. Before the yes, break. Yes, I heard the commercial. Before you came on now. the show. Thank you. But no, 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 Wheels for Kids, um, it's a thing we did today. One of our customers, we did a, a thing, a fundraising online. They, they make custom wheelchairs for kids uh, who can't and families can't afford them. So um, our goal was $300. We're currently at $900. I just donated $200 myself online. So I'm going to ask you to match that and go on the website and donate $200 for the kids. I'll tell you what, I'll do one better. If you guys send me the website, I'll match the total amount for 1100 Oh! There you go. There you have it. And the guy, you know, the, one of our loyal listeners here shaved his head and beard today. Go to our, send them the link to our Facebook page. Tell them, you can see because we reached our goal, he had his one-year-old beard in his head and he shaved it off. So thank you, Chris. That's awesome. Christian Aroa, CLE Cigars, you're the best, Chris. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you, man. Good luck. Thanks a lot. There, there you have it. Christian Aroa, guys, what a, what, a, what a generous donation on his behalf. So uh, we, we slaughtered our goal. I just emailed him the link. Yeah, we slaughtered our goal. That's so, so fantastic. fantastic. That is so great. Oh, that's what awesome. What a guy. What a guy. Well, you know, it's crazy. He's such a good guy. But when Marcus was telling us that those wheelchairs can cost up to $32,000. I mean, hey, listen, you know, great cause. So oh. we're glad to be part of it. After the break, I got this audio clip that you guys are just going to blow your mind away that this is actually a true audio clip. Stay tuned right after this. It's no secret 
There's a movement in this country to squash the rights of cigar smokers. These busybodies want to impose their will on cigar manufacturers, retailers, and smokers with exorbitant taxes and unfair restrictions. As a cigar enthusiast, you do have a voice in this fight. Cigar Rights of America. CRA is your partner in Washington and all 50 states in the struggle to preserve your rights to enjoy cigars at reasonable prices in traditional settings. For the price of a few cigars, just $35 a year, you can join CRA and support their efforts in your behalf. Join up today on the Smokers' Rights page at thecigarstation.com. The new Romeo Inejo by Romeo y Julieta is crafted with a passion grown through time. Its double-fermented 2008 vintage tobaccos find their perfect companion with a stock-cut dark Connecticut wrapper. Together, they're aged in unique cedar cojones for a bold, sophisticated experience featuring notes of coffee and dark chocolate. Experience the timeless passion of the Romeo Añejo today at your local tobacconist. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. Duho, Quake, Cuave, and Cucuano. Premium cigars, 100% handcrafted Nicaraguan blend. Consistency, balance, aroma, and strength. Duho, Quake, Cuave, and Cucuano. The closest cigars to perfection. To find your nearest retailer, visit cucubanocigars.com. With the launch of the Siri D, Eddie Ortega has returned to the classic roots of cigar making. Crafted in Nicaragua, the Ortega Siri D is now available in six classic sizes, from the 4.5 by 48 number 6 to the newly released 6 by 60. Available in both a Mexican Maduro and a Habano Rosado wrapper, Ortega cigars will delight and enthrall even the most demanding of cigar smokers. Stop by any smoking location and try an Ortega Siri D today. Ortega cigars, classic cigar sizes for classic smokers. Old and new. Christoph Cigars has taken the boutique cigar industry by storm. Made in the spirit of elite Cuban cigar, Christoph allows you to experience the rich flavor and tradition found in the finest Cuban blends. Christoph Cigars are made using only the highest quality Habano seed and double fermented premium tobaccos from around the world. With 14 premium hand blends to choose from, mild to full-bodied, Christophe has a blend that is sure to satisfy the most discriminating cigar aficionado. Discover your Christophe today. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. But I'm not a leprechaun You wanna fight this step up and we'll get it on You get a right to the grill I'm right and I ill A descendant of Dublin with Titanic skill I ducked and I swing Next thing your jaw's broken uh, welcome back to all our loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaves. I'm your host, Honest Abe, here with my gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. 
We are in hour two of this week's episode of Kiss My Ash Radio, and uh, I just gotta really commend Christian Aroa once again. What a what a I, I really thought Class I was gonna, well, I thought I was gonna bust him up with hundred dollar request for the donation to match my donation. But he matched the whole fund. And let's also not forget Christian Aroa um, actually has as. Uh, takes advertising with us, but has donated that yep. to the Kids Cancer Foundation. Yeah. And he he pays for advertising and the sponsorship of the you know Cigar Kids. Asylum, you know, and uh, but he gave up his radio spots for the Kids Cancer Foundation. So very uh, philanthropic, very yeah, very, very philanthropic, really nice guy. Man, so thanks again, Chris. So uh, very very generous of you. So we really appreciate it. Uh, I came across this audio clip a couple weeks ago. Wanted to get on the show. Kind of didn't have time the last couple times, but. You know, you, you want to look at where this country has gone. You know, one of my most favorite scenes, of, I, 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 there's always one scene that stands out over time with me in a movie. The right scene. Like, one of my most favorite scenes is uh, one of Quentin Tarantino's first films, uh, True Romance. Oh, okay? Yeah. Great movie. But the scene that, the moment that I was blown away, where I knew this was going to be a great movie, and this is a spoiler alert, so if you haven't seen it, I don't know what cave you've been living in, but the true romance was right after Christian Slater comes back from killing Gary Oldman, right? This is Patricia Arquette's pimp. So he won't, he won't, he goes to have a conversation saying, she's my girlfriend now, let her go. They get in this big fight, he kills him. So he comes back with a hamburger in his bag, all bloodied, you know, beaten up, and, you know, she knew he was going there to talk to her pimp, which, by the way, is one of Gary Oldman's best roles Ever as a white Rastafarian pimp, okay? Yeah. Best uh, roles yeah. ever. Yeah, that guy did a lot of stuff in it early on. Where oh, I don't even realize that was him. that was some genius work there. So he gets back and you know she's like, "What happened? Did you kill him?" And he tells her, "Yeah, I killed him." And she starts crying. You know, and in my gut, I start saying, "What a d bag." You know, this guy just killed a dude for you, fought, and you're crying over this? And he, he starts telling her the same thing. You know, he wasn't worth it. Don't cry. Um, and, and in the middle of her tears, she turns to him and says, no, that's so romantic. Uh. I, I was floored. <laughs> I was floored. Best line ever. So one of my other favorite scenes is in Cinderella Man. You know, um, what's the uh, – I, I forgot his name. His name's my mind. Yeah. Uh, the gladiator. Yeah. What is it? The, no, the, no, the gladiator. Russell Crowe. Russell, Russell Crowe, Crow. thank Russell you. Crow. Russell Crowe uh, in, in, in uh, The Cinderella Man, mm-hmm. okay, breaks his hand, can't box anymore. He's working the docks. The depression comes. Him and his wife struggle. They have to send their kids. He refuses to take any welfare. <clears throat> Has to send his kids off to relatives because they can't even afford to feed the kids, keep the heat on the house. Finally succumbs, goes and gets welfare money, you know. And is so embarrassed by it. And after he wins his big fight and makes money and starts making money, he actually waits back in line in the welfare line to give them back the money he took from them. This is what this country was built on. Right? It really was. What I have here for you, some audio clips of a real caller, not to our radio station, because <clears throat> I don't think I could have tolerated this call. But this is real audio from a woman who called into a Texas radio station. We're going to play the first clip for you here. Go ahead. Hi, how are you? Hi, Lucy. Good morning. I just wanted to say, while workers out there and people like you that are preaching morality at, at people like me living on welfare, can you really blame us? I mean, I get to sit home. I get to go visit my friends all day. I even get to smoke weed. Me and, my, and people that I know that are illegal immigrants, 
that don't contribute to society, we we still going to get paid. Our check's going to come in the, in the mail every month, and it's going to be on time, and we get subsidized housing. We even get uh, presents delivered for our kids for Christmas. Why should I work? So you know what? Y'all get the, the benefit of, uh, you know, saying, oh, look at me, I'm a better person. But when y'all sit back talking about how y'all a better person because y'all go to work, we're the ones getting paid. So can you really blame us? Are you talking on the Obama phone as well? So this is... Are you talking, oh, Obama gives free cell phones? Let me tell you, this is a real <laughs> caller. How mind-blowing is this? And this gets worse. Listen, let's continue. Q2? Colin? How, how much yeah, do you... Yeah, I have an Obama phone. How, how hmm. much have you added up the total of what you get each month, Lucy? No, I haven't. But you, what, what do you get? Just quickly go down the list of the things you get from the taxpayers. Well, I pay... I only have to pay $50 a month for, out of, for rent. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed, it's supposed to be a six hundred and something dollars. So there's there's five hundred and fifty dollars right there. Yes. I get four hundred and twenty five dollars a month for food stamps. I get uh, a hundred and fifty dollars a month paid on my electric bill. I get a cell phone, and then I get a hundred dollars a month paid towards my water. Now, first off, I didn't even know there were Obama phones. Did you? Why are we giving anybody a cell phone? I mean, this must be Lady M's friend. Who's the homeless guy that you used to give money to every day? Oh, Bernard. Bernard. Lady M had a homeless guy. <clears throat> he was at the toll exit. At the, toll at the exit. Okeechobee. And, um, yeah. You yeah, give him money every night. day until what? Until I saw him pull out a Blackberry. <laughs> and I'm like, I've been funding you every day on my way home from work. I gave him a dollar, and then I see him walk through the woods and pull out a Blackberry. I'm like, this mother effort. Yeah, why, why <clears throat> you know... Everybody wonders why I'm such a hardcore Republican. Because, I mean, sure, there are issues Republicans are kind of detached from as far as mainstream society and, and you know, stuff like that. But how this is what the Republican, this is what the Democratic Party endorses. This is what you get. Yes, I'm being political. I, I can see my, no, are you all right with it? Uh-huh. Okay. But this is what, this is what my main problem is, is to, to with Democrats and liberals and what's happening to the core of our country. This woman thinks that she's right. And we're all chumps. All right, let's let's hear a little bit more of this. And that's from the city of Austin. Yes. Uh, do you have any kids, Lucy? I have three kids. And does does your husband work? Uh, he'll work every now and then, part time, but he doesn't work very much. Do, does he? He get, just doesn't really see the need for it. Does he get benefits as well? Yeah. So that those that, are family those are family benefits. Th- those are family benefits, and 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 Lucy is asking everyone listening right now, why should she get up and drive in the rain to work all day yeah. and pay taxes when she can get this kind of help from those of you going to work? You know, and I do have a question for you, Lucy. Now, from time to time, if you have an opportunity and somebody pays you cash, do you work? So, 
What do you think? She's going to say yeah. <laughs> of course she's going to say yeah. Of course yeah. she's going to say yes. Because I don't have to pay taxes on it. What do we mean? And I'm not contributing to my own debt. Are you trying to figure out how you can get in on this deal, ADM? I just, no, I don't want to. <laughs> I, I did just Google because I'm curious to see what qualifies. For Obama phone? Or? No, to get to get on welfare. Like, what is what, what is it? What is the qualification? I, I, I didn't, oh, I didn't, still, I didn't oh, okay. keep looking. So let's see this uh, young lady's response. I have a couple times, yeah. Sure. Lucy, don't you feel guilty? about gaming the system and taking everybody else's money just because you can lay down and watch TV on Riverside Drive every dang day of the year, smoke weed. But, you know, if somebody offered you a million dollars, would you walk away from it? I mean, it's, it's easy to preach morality, and it's the only reason why I call it. It's easy to say, well, yeah, you know, you're you're making your living off of uh, other people's backs. But... You know, if somebody gave you a million dollars and said, here, you ain't got to work for it, no strings attached, here, just take it. Do what, whatever you want to do with it. You would take it, too. Mm-hmm. Lucy. Okay, so they're not giving me a million dollars all in my pocket at, at, at front, but over the li- over my lifetime, how much money is that going to be? And I don't have to work for it. So you don't... That's what I'm saying. Y'all can preach about morality, but the system's there. It's available, and... Yeah. People like me, at least I'm an American citizen. What about all these people that are illegal immigrants yeah. who don't do anything at all, and they just come here and they and uh, they they even work and they make money and they they you go down to the WIC office uh, and that's the other thing you know WIC. Yeah. Eight, over eighty percent of those people are not even American citizens. How about, we give how them about, welfare and then they can go to college for free. I mean. I'm, I'm just like, right? like, are you serious? But this is the problem. This is the problem. And, you know, it's a shame because there are times, and I will say there are incidences where probably things happen. Mm-hmm. Husband wife get fired or whatever. So this is what welfare was created for. But the problem is when you give something for nothing. And I, I blame this woman's parents. Oh, yeah. I don't know who They raised. probably did the same thing. Yeah. This is this is like uh, it, it's genetic now. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like genetic, literally, that people that now I'll say probably ninety percent of people who shouldn't be on welfare are on welfare. Probably ten percent who probably are in a situation where things happen are upstanding people are probably getting welfare. Well, it's it's kind of like the time on MTV where uh, ODB from the Wu Tang Clan went. To the and went and cashed a welfare check in a limo yeah. on MTV. Yeah, I mean, this is how absurd this country's gotten. Yeah. And and Obama's cool with this. This is what he, you know, this is what he represents as far as I'm concerned. And you know, is there another clip? Is there one more left, Colin? Lu- Lucy, hang on a second. How old are you, ma'am? I'm 32. And and you, it sounds as though you intend to stay on welfare your entire life, if possible. Yes. The rest of your life. Yeah. Were your Were your mom and dad on welfare, Lucy? Yeah, they, they did. They were on welfare yeah. too. That kind do of you, Do sense. you want your your three children to to live on welfare when they grow up? You know, I really don't know. I mean, if they want to work, that's fine. But I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I would I wouldn't mind if they worked. I mean. That kind of makes me. Oh, stu- they can get a really good job. Some they were happy welfare with. Welfare money from her. But don't you look at me. I get up and work every day at my age. I'm kind of stupid then, you know, because I'm I'm making all that money. Lucy and, Sam gets up at two thirty every morning and drives in here to work. Oh, yeah, so I guess I'm dumb to do that. Hmm? Yeah, That's I choose. The price he pays for 
from but, being able to say, look at me, I'm a good person. But the government yeah, says it's none of my... choices. It's, it's not that it makes him bad or me bad. It's just he chooses because he has that, you know, the thing about, look at me, I'm a good person, I go to work. And I'm on the opposite end. I see myself as a good person. I don't do anything wrong. I don't do anything hurt anybody. You don't think I it's doing anything wrong take by taking all... Lucy, you don't think it's wrong by taking money from the city and the state and the federal government, other people's tax money that we put into the system, and you're you're taking it every month we're to the tune forced. of thirteen we're thirteen hundred dollars a month. You get thirteen. I got. I figure you get about thirteen hundred dollars a month. So there you have it. You were right. Her parents were on welfare. Yep. Ninety-five percent chance her kids are going to be on welfare. And you want to say something, John? Yeah, I want to say something. Um, to me, I, I, it's bad that what she's doing. But what's the difference between someone like Donald Trump claiming bankruptcy seven, eight times? It's a matter of gaming the system. If she's gaming the system, yes. Donald Trump's gaming the system for a lot more money. Um, it's tough to put more people in place to regulate these sort of things because that's even more costs on top of what we're paying already for welfare. Um it's like a catch-22. Look, I hear you on the Donald Trump thing, okay? Now, I'm not sure which type of bankruptcies he claimed and ended up paying back over time mm-hmm. or not paid back over time. But who do you think is more productive than society? Yeah. I mean, at least this guy creates jobs. And hires creates people. commerce. God knows how much money he's raised for charity. I think it's over 9 or $8 million, $10 million on his TV show. So, yeah, he's working the system, but I don't think he's working the system for abuse. Do you think he's he's hiring these people in order to better their lives? No. He's hiring these people to make his business Time more out. profitable. Time out. Now you're talking a whole different thing. Who's hiring people to better people's lives? You know, I mean, listen, my employees will test you. I care. I genuinely yeah. care about my employees. But I'm not thinking about bettering their lives when I'm hiring them. I'm thinking, listen, can they do the job that I need them to do? Well, you know, I mean, I mean, I think you're going a little bit too uh, utopian there on me. Yeah, but what to your point though is he's saying you 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 said that he's creating jobs for society and whatnot. Yes, but he, he is. is. The but work he does has an overall more positive effect. This woman is doing nothing but draining it. Well, she's trying to make her life better with the path of absolute least resistance, and so is Donald Trump. I understand, but right. the work that he's doing actually has a positive effect on hundreds, if not thousands, of other people. Mm, yeah, and I mean, but you know, Dude, when you, if you provide a job, you provide a job. Yeah, but when you close down a hotel and all those employees are gone and they have to go but elsewhere, that happens. That's well, not his fault. Well, then they call and they get welfare. Listen, if the hotel's making money and and it's doing good, he's not. Clo- he ain't closing down a hotel to spite people. The guy, the guy took a risk, put it, got money, ran something, and it didn't go. What do you want me to do? Keep a running a hotel running that doesn't operate and make a profit? Well, no, I don't want him to do that. I mean, it's but I'm sense. saying it's. Uh, you know, I hear where you're going. Yeah. I just don't think it's, it's a little apple and oranges there. It is a little bit. Yeah. You know? Something to think about. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm, I'm seeing Donald Trump's the same. Yeah. But he's nowhere near what this woman is doing. No. Uh. Anyways, uh, just wanted to share that with people. Something got me a little riled up, you know, uh, and hopefully things will change. But uh, up ahead, our favorite segment today. Well, yeah, I can say that. <laughs> Uh, we're going to find out who is smarter. We're going to find out actually if Mark Williams is smarter than a stripper, courtesy of Spearman Rhino here in West Palm Beach. Follow us on Twitter at KissMyAssRadio. Yes, it's mandatory. 
The recently released Perdomo Double Aged 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale aged for 10 years and then barrel aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut sun-grown or Maduro, each Perdomo double-aged 12-year vintage pairs extremely well with the finest scotch whiskeys, bourbons, and other fine spirits. Available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo double-aged 12-year vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Are you looking for a new out-of-the-box, ready-to-smoke go-to cigar? Then look no further than Boutique Blends. Boutique Blends offers a wide variety of strengths, profiles, and sizes to appease even the staunchest aficionado. Crafted from the finest in small-batch Dominican tobaccos, Boutique Blends has a cigar to satisfy all taste profiles. From the highly rated and acclaimed Aging Room Quattro, the new Aging Room Maduro, or the Swag Puro Dominican, find the highly rated Boutique Blends cigar at your nearest tobacconist today. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, undeniably, there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other. True Estate's Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet, herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves Acid Cigars. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Come smoke a cigarette and let your hair down, then pray for the rain to go. Welcome back, folks. Honest Dave here. You are broadcasting live to the world-famous Cigar Lounge in Casa de Monte Cristo in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. Here with my gang, Adam Key, and the lovely M. And we are ready now for one of my favorite segments. We're going to find out if Mark Williams is smart. <laughs> nice dress. Stripper. Thanks. Have you bought it at Versace? Oh, yeah, Versace. I love Versace. <laughs> Me too. It's time to find out if you're smarter than a stripper. All right, sitting to my left, we 
have long-time listener, Mark Williams. Mark, welcome. You're on Kiss My Ash Radio. Well, good morning. Thanks for having me on. Oh, well, glad you're here. You're uh, in town locally. Where are you originally from? Uh, well, I'm from upstate New York in the heart of the Finger Lakes. Wow. And then I spend uh, six months down in the Tampa area. And the last two years, I've been down for the Great Smoke. And then I try to make a second or third trip down to... Enjoy the lounge here. And Thank you. Thank you very much. Drink, now, your, drink your good cappuccino and smoke your cigar. Now, Mark, you've been really one of our loyal listeners as far as I can remember. How, I, Ian, I'm going to get your little feedback from you because I'm sure. I'd love to find out. But how did you find Kiss My Ash Radio? Uh, I actually used to listen to that, uh, what's his name, Fred up in Tampa, uh, Steve, the whatever, the, whatever his name is, the, the corporal. Colin, where's the sound clip? The corporal up there. The corporal. Uh and uh, I heard him say something one day, and it's like, what the hell? Were you the one that tipped us off? Yeah, I was. Wow, you stirred the whole. I, yeah. I stirred the pot. Yeah. I knocked the bee's nest out. I of remember. The tree. The, I remember the the tweet you made. Yeah, yeah, about, yep. it, that was brought it to my attention. Yeah, that was. There were a couple of four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. About, yeah. yeah. So I started listening, and guess who I don't listen to anymore? <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate it. I tell you what. I, I refer to him as Cigar Limbaugh. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think he lost his way. You know, he did yeah. a lot. He did start this, and he's been doing it the longest. And he's a politician. That's all there is to it. Yeah, Cigars well, are a side business we, for him now. We try to make it really entertaining. Uh, big congratulations to... No. Curtis wants to comment on the Trump thing? Okay. Can you can he hold until after the segment? Okay. Um, all right, so to my left, to my left, you are to my left, to my right <laughs> is the lovely Yami, which I like to call Yummy. <laughs> Yami, welcome back. Oh, thank you. You've been on before? Yes. Yes. Um, Yami, uh, you work at Spearmint Rhino here in West Palm Beach? Yeah. Yes. And um, what days are you usually there? At Tuesdays, Friday nights, and Saturday nights. Tuesdays, Friday nights, and Saturday nights. So uh, anybody out there, if you're going to visit the Spearman Rhino, I would definitely head over there one of those nights and ask for Yami. Uh, lovely. Uh, she's been on here before. Uh, how'd you do last time you were on? I don't remember. Um, he cheated. He cheated? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this microphone's a little bit closer to you. There you go. There you go. He cheated. You claim yeah. he cheated. I'm not from here. Oh, yes. You remember that? Yes, yes. I'm from Haiti. And we had, we had a lot of historical questions. Yeah, yes. yeah, he cheated. Okay, we don't have a lot of historical questions, so we're going to find out now if Mark Williams is smarter than a stripper. Here we go. Question number one. What is the plural form of the word mongoose? So more than one mongoose. Uh, how do you say how, it? How, do you know your, how well do you know your animals? That's really where this question comes into play. Hmm. Take a guess. Let me see the paper. No, no. No helping. All right, we're going to need an answer. Hold on, we're going to let Yami finish. How do, you, how do you even spell that? I'll, I'll give you the spelling of the word mongoose. It's okay. M O N G O O S E. That is mongoose. Yes. And what's the plural form now? I'm guessing it says. Write it down. Forget it. I, I don't know. Well, let's see if Mark got right. No. no. See, well, that's... I just... my, my, he wrote mongoose. It's actually mongooses. Mongooses. Well, that was my first thought because it just didn't make sense. It okay. Right. What is the proper abbreviation for the word department? Looking for abbreviation How do you abbreviate the word department? department? I... Wow. Let's see. Yanni has it correct. And so does Mark. You both have it correct. Scores 1-1. 
Oh, Yanni might be too. Yanni might be. Yanni, she might be too young for this question. <laughs> Who can, owns Curious George? Can I Google it? <laughs> Sadly, you cannot uh, go Not only who owns the rights to it, who is the owner in the children's series, I, Curious I no George? I don't know. I'm glad I have kids. There you go. I, I wouldn't have known this. I got kids. Uh, are they not into Curious mm. George? It's too that's, old. That's way gone. No. Oh, I thought that was a timeless thing. Apparently not, but that's no. why I don't have children. What, you, what are you writing? It's a long name. It's a long let's, name. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. The man in the, the yellow, yellow hat. hat. Yes, yes, correct. Yep. That's a trick question. Okay. <laughs> this one could be a trick question, though. Which word is an antonym for the word cold? Looking for the antonym of cold. What? Don't do that. You know, so hard. I don't write him. That's him. Yell at him after the show. Yeah. Go go punch him a couple of times, would you? Give me the answer. Why? Yami sounds like she had too much of a good time last night. No, I'm losing my voice. I know. I'm like, Ugh. All right, Mark, what do you have? Hot. It is hot. Yes. What in the heck? <laughs> I'm like, is it hot? Is it, is it's the opposite of cold. No. Oh, yeah, I know. All right, here we go. How many cups? Uh-huh. Do you bake? Do you cook? No. Okay. This, that won't help you here then. How many cups are in one gallon? Okay. Again, okay, hold on. I was having this discussion the other day about how many gallons are in a pound. <laughs> That's actually a good question. Yeah. I imagine it's about five pounds uh, or something. No, it, it's, uh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll have to give the answer after All right. this. All right. How many? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I'm, she's, I'm, she's I'm, breaking I'm, it down. She's yeah, starting yeah, with the courts. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I have to go to break soon, Yami. What? Um, Just write a number down. You're, you're no. getting there. You're working your way there. Okay. X is equal to Y in this case. Know. What do you got? I'm panicking. You're both wrong. You were closer, though. It's 16. <laughs> she wrote 12. Yes. Eight. Oh, well. All right. Number six. What part of a fish helps it breathe underwater? Oh. Gwen knows this one. Do you know it? <laughs> you probably have a couple somewhere. Ooh. You both got it correct. Yeah, it is gills. Finding Nemo. I love when I I, I I love when I talk to Gwen with the headset because I can't hear anything she says. It's oh, great. She's I'm, I'm going to start wearing these around the house and around the job when we work together. So look, you know what, yeah. this is what she sounds like. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. That's all I hear. The Charlie Brown right, teacher. Yeah. All right. What animal? What is an animal called if it eats only plants? Eats only plants. It's kind of like Lady M. We call it. We call it Lady M. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Why are you saying the answer out loud? I heard you. <laughs> I, I even heard you. Hey, I'm, I don't think I'm going to spell it right, but you get what I'm saying. I, I understand your answer already. <laughs> yes. That is correct. Yes. Uh, An omnivore eats both meat God. and plants. Good, good job. Give her though. half a point just on the vore. I yeah, know. The go. fact ah, that she got the yeah, omnivore, that was impressive. Uh, why not? <laughs> Alabama. Alabama is in what time zone? If you went to school at Auburn, what time zone would you be? Tiger time. Darn. Oh. The real question. I was going to make a uh, 
incest joke, but I'm gonna. We are, yes. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. Right okay. All right, Mark. Let's see what Still you got here. I, I could very easily have that one wrong. You both have, wrote Eastern, and you both are incorrect. Okay. Alabama is in the Central Time Zone. Oh. Central. What's the score here? Uh, it is six to two point five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Near what continent would you find the Yellow Sea? Continent. There, there, there are only seven the possible Yellow answers sea. here, folks. Yeah. Yellow Sea. <laughs> You're the one you, who said it. You said you can't hear what the headset I know, but I just so... tell Gwen that so she thinks I couldn't hear Well, She just bullshit. likes to keep giving finger replies. I just told you on the last question. Did you not figure it out? I can't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> the blonde is covering Wait. your ears. All right. It is Asia. They both got it right. Finally, yep. how many nouns... Are in the following sentence. I'm going to read a sentence. You just tell me how many mm-hmm. nouns are in there. Slow and steady wins the race. Well, Looking for a noun in that sentence. Like a zero. One is correct. One? Mark Williams, you have passed the test today. Congratulations. You are officially smarter than a stripper. This whole segment brought to you by Spearmint Rhino. West Palm Beach, great place to hang out, spend some time. And if you're anywhere near the area, please visit our wonderful friend, Yami. I told She's you. She's great. We hope your throat feels better, beautiful. Thank you. And uh, thank you for coming on once thank again. You. Have a great weekend. You too. Check out the lovely Yami at Spearmint Rhino, West Palm Beach. Uh, we have Dr. Wheels, sports medicine. We're going to see what he's got to say right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua. Using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, the cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Buying a home is the biggest investment you face. Choosing the right company to help makes all the difference. Property Transfer Services is a fully licensed professional title company that has been serving Florida, New Jersey, and the entire East Coast for over 22 years. Our team of experienced licensed title officers are here to work with the seller, buyer, realtor, builder, and bank to make sure that every transaction is a success. For more information on how Property Transfer Services can help you, call Michael Rath at 561-691-5941. Again, that's 561-691-5941. Property Transfer Services is the official sponsor of The Great Smoke. Trill, Cabarete, Cuellar. Yes, Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. I said Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. Get these cigar brands in your head because they are great and here to stay. So do yourself a favor. Go to your local retailer and say, Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. I need to try these now. Top rated cigars from Villager Cigars. It's a movement. For more information or to find a retailer near you, visit VillagerCigars.com. Voted the number one gentleman's club worldwide. Located on Okeechobee and Military Trail for the sexiest scene in the city. Come see us at the Spearman Rhino, the premier upscale gentleman's club.
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. Placeres Reserva, a beautiful box-pressed cigar boasting a dark, oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper and bold Nicaraguan and Honduran long fillers with a Costa Rican binder for excellent flavors. With a premium blend of chocolate, wood, and coffee, this medium-bodied cigar is complemented with pepper, cocoa, spices, and a hint of sweetness with a long, lingering finish. Placeres Reserva shows off how proper blending and aging tobacco make for a well-rounded, satisfying cigar. Placeres Reserva, presented by Coots. To find a tobacconist nearest you, please visit Coots.com. That's K-U-U-T-S dot com. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honesty, Adam K. the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. Honesty here. I tell you what, during the show, I had Soul, the barber chick, yeah. kind of clean me up. Nothing like in a fresh haircut. I feel like it's, I feel like I was just born. You know, that stubble off your head and your face. That's like a fresh shave of my legs. What was that? Doctor's there. Doctor's there. All right. Uh, in our next segment. Abe, hold up. Feel it really quick. I shaved this morning. Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah. That's so gross. <laughs> I'm sitting next to Sasquatch here. How does... And he's not talking about me. It was last night. I'm sorry. Last night. How does your fiance do night. that? He loves me. It is Sasquatch. You it's have to so love everybody gross. for their good oh. and bad. Your hair is thicker than mine. But you can't see it. At least it's blonde. No, you can't see it, but it literally is thicker than the hair on my leg. That's just wrong. All right, anyways. That's just All really right. In our next segment, we have Dr. Bob Weil. Dr. Bob is the host of The Sports Doctor, heard on www.thehealthylife.net, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Central Time. He's also formerly on W... He was also formerly on W... DCB 9.9 FM in Chicago, my hometown, for 20 years. Dr. Bob, welcome. You're on Kiss My Ash Radio. Hey. Uh, the sports doctor's in, my friend. How can I help you? Good to be with you. Well, good to be with you, too. Are you in Chicago now? I am in Chicago. We're looking for a 60-degree day, and actually all the snow might be gone by today, absolutely. So it's a big deal, as you know. 60 degrees, that's like summer for you guys. Uh, hey, listen, man, we're looking, we're absolutely looking forward to it. You know, it's a big topic on my show. People will start getting outside, getting active, want to stay safe. Dr. Bob, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. 
Okay, I'm a, I'm a sports podiatrist, John. I'm a foot specialist. Over the years, I've seen uh, uh, athletes like uh, John McEnroe, the Super Bowl Bears, if you're from Chicago, Walter Payton, Jim McMahon. As a sports podiatrist, John, most of what I do is prescription orthotics, um, custom inserts for shoes or skates. Um, well, we had great excitement here in 2010 because the young man who won the 2010 Olympic gold medal in figure skating, Evan Lysacek, he was 10 years old when I put orthotics in his skates, um, and uh, now he's almost 30. So sports medicine is what I do. I've done a radio show a long time, John. been with uh, All Positive Talk Radio, Healthy Life, for about a year and a half, but I did about 20 years of uh, public radio. WDCB, a famous blues jazz station here in uh, uh, Glen Ellen at College of DuPage. And uh, I have great guests from all over the world on my show. In all aspects, we talk, um, even though I'm a foot specialist, John, we talk sports psychology, we talk about concussions, we deal with um, parenting the young athlete, as well as what might be the best shoe for you while you're uh, over there having a good time. Well, Dr. Bob, you. When, when you were a doctor, what, what, did you have any history or passion for, to get into radio? What made you want to start a radio show about your profession? Uh, well, I, I, I was lucky to be around a, one of the world's great sports therapists, Bob Guida, uh, in the late 70s. And Bob was rehabilitating some of the best athletes in the world. Uh, even before rehabilitation was a word anybody knew how to spell. And Bob always had a tremendous regard for the foot in sports. We got involved in a local Elmhurst, Illinois radio station where we would talk about the Bears. We would talk about some of the different athletes we saw. And I've been rocking and rolling with it ever since. Well, I'm I, I John here, and I'm talking with uh, Dr. Bob. Um, Doc, let me just tell you something. I was born with, like, the flattest feet possible. I have two, basically, two-by-four planks. And when I was younger, I got the orthotics, and I wear them, and, you know, and, yeah, I think You're a smart guy. It's about 80% of the people we see you have friends. Now, you could be a superstar, John, and have flat feet. It's not like it's a deformity, but flat feet sometimes put excessive pressure on the arch, on the lower leg muscles. A lot of times we'll see athletes with shin splints or knee problems because of pronated or flat feet. So uh, take the orthotics back out of your closet, my friend. Well, you know, what, what are some of the long-term problems if you don't wear them? Well, it's, it, the, the point is maximum efficiency. We might say, what are some of the problems if you don't wear your glasses? You might not see as well. So foot type is inherited about 75-80% of the time, John. So if your parents had high arches or flat feet or your grandparents or uh, your mom had bunions and hammer toes, we might see people inherit the same foot that develops those problems. So I tell people all the time, uh, and here's a good point for your listeners, if, if someone has persistent lower extremity problems, low back, knees, hips, feet and ankles, then the feet many times are related, and flat feet are famous for that. So the song, John, the foot bones connected to the ankle bones, connected to the knee bone, in sports as well as everyday life is, is an important song. It's really well, where it's at. The feet affect I, everything I else. If you just join us, Honest John here. I'm here with Dr. Bob. Honest John. Uh, Doc. Yes. Doc, listen, my, my wife my wife 
watched an episode of Real Sports with Brian Gumbel. He talked about the 85 Bears. And it was yes, kind of a I know the episode. episode. Yeah, there were, a lot of them are very messed up nowadays. And, you know, with all the now prolifics of, you know, concussions making all the headlines, and, and, and especially in younger, you know, football, high school and stuff, do you see a decline in future talent coming into the NFL due to parents? Uh, it's a, this, is a real, this is a real uh, challenge and a real serious deal, which is the fact that the, uh, one of my most famous articles, people can go to my website, sportsdoctorradio.com, they could access this article. Your wife could read the one on high heels, women in high heels. But the other article is on the idea that football is unsafe at any age. We always knew, John, that we were going to beat up, you know, your knees, your shoulders. These guys are so big, so strong, you know, back surgery, all of these things. What we didn't realize was the results of this constant collisions on the brain, uh, and there's just no way to avoid it in sports like football. Now, it's not like you can't get a concussion, John, if you're a, a kid and you fall off a bike or if you slid into second base. It's possible to slam your head around and have a concussion, but football is constant collisions, and I, I, I think the jury is really out. Uh, I treat, talk about the 85 Bears, I, I treated and was friends with Dave Dewerson. Who, who Dave Dewerson committed yeah. suicide. He donated yeah. his brain in a, in a letter to this, uh, uh, the association that does all that work with this uh, degenerative disease. And if your wife saw the show, she saw Jim McMahon, who doesn't remember who I am. Yeah. Uh, at, at this point in time, where you treated him. So it's very, very scary. And the effects, as more and more parents are starting to really, really question, is this worth it? Um, Mike Ditka was on the Real Sports show, and of course, as part of the story, and they asked Mike, if you had an eight-year-old kid, Mike, would you want him to play football? He said no. He didn't think it was worth the risk, and it just sent shockwaves um, everywhere, because that's the reality. Uh, Play at your own big risk. Absolutely. Uh, They asked him if he wanted his grandkids playing football. He said no. Pretty amazing goal. Dr. Bob, thanks for joining us on the show. If uh, people want to check out your site, it's www... No, is, what's, what's the website? Is it healthlife.net? The website is Sports Doctor written out, sportsdoctorradio.com. They could listen to my past shows. They could find out, read a lot of different articles. And, of course, we look forward to people if they want to catch me live on our Wednesday show on healthylife.net. It's called The Sports Doctor. It's on 3 uh, p.m. And, hey, it's a pleasure joining you, John, and uh, I look forward to inviting me back. We'll, uh, the sports doctor will be in. Thanks, Dr. Bob. Appreciate it. Thank Dr. you very Bob, much. Check him out. Uh, after the break, uh, we're going uh, to find out who belongs in a cigar insane asylum, courtesy of our generous friends uh, Christian Roy at CLE and Asylum Cigars. And uh, this is Honest John. Don't go anywhere. Kiss My Ass Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., The Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. 
Everyone rates cigars, but very few cigars can say that they have been the number one cigar in the free world. The Aging Room Quattro F55 Concerto is one such cigar. Ranked as the number two cigar in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of 2013, the Aging Room Concerto features Dominican fillers and binders and is wrapped in an exquisite 10-year-old Sumatran wrapper. This medium-bodied, full-flavored cigar is full of creamy sweetness time and time again. Aging Room Cigar, small batches, limited production. Unlimited enjoyment. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. The Oliva family. The makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Melanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob magazine. Melanio and the other great Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations, so always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in sun-grown or Maduro. Are you looking for a new out-of-the-box, ready-to-smoke go-to cigar? Then look no further than Boutique Blends. Boutique Blends offers a wide variety of strengths, profiles, and sizes to appease even the staunchest aficionado. Crafted from the finest in small-batch Dominican tobaccos, Boutique Blends has a cigar to satisfy all taste profiles. From the highly rated and acclaimed Aging Room Quattro, the new Aging Room Maduro, or the Swag Puro Dominican, find the highly rated Boutique Blends cigar at your nearest tobacconist today. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Listen to my bad pipes! Love bad pipes. I believe it sounded like it for a second. Yeah, bagpipes. Love it. It was. I love it. Oh, Turn I'm my sorry. mic on. I'm I sorry. had my headset on. I'm sorry. I, I thought mean... you were talking to someone else over there. No, I stopped talking to her like five now minutes children. ago. Now children. Now children. Welcome back, folks, for our closing segment. Honest John here, as Dr. Yeah. Bob likes to refer to me. Dr. Bob. I, uh, Dr. Bob. I didn't even have the heart to correct him. No. He's... He kept using John so prolifically. I, he got it out like ten times before I could even... Well, we corresponded quite a bit, and it was in the email. But, uh, 
Maybe he it, needs to see a neurologist. It helps if you know the show. It's, it's that Kinkoba. He's got up that Kinkoba level. He needs something. <laughs> Slipping into senality. All right. Uh, oh women taking over. Congratulations. Uh, we have a couple winners here. Uh, winner of our wonderful Zycar package, Mona Rosenthal, right here in Boynton Beach. I think it's going to be our first Boynton Beach winner. And Carissa won our social media word. You heard it very honorably in the show, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, and uh, she'll get a five-pack courtesy of Iconic and Recluse Cigars. And she is from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Baton Rouge. So congratulations. That's where, that's where Willie's from. Thanks for listening. Which Willie? Willie. So the truck. Uh, oh, Willie, yeah. Baton Rouge. <laughs> that was a great episode. All right, folks. Uh, it's time to find out who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. All right. Believe it or not, Florida once again. Are you guys doing this on purpose? Well, it's usually, no. it's either Florida, Texas, or California. No, I go on this site, and it's a, it's a nationwide, worldwide site, and it just so happens that nine times out of ten, the article is from Florida. Yeah. All right, brought to you from CLE and Asylum Cigars. A Florida 14-year-old was busted on charges of soliciting murder after a boy hired a classmate to murder his entire family and stage it like a burglary gone wrong. Holy cow. What? The teen is sitting. <laughs> no, the teen is sitting in juvenile detention after his arrest in Port St. Lucie. Ah, uh, the loose. Wow, the pizzle for writing out a contract. He should have been a business school writing a contract at fourteen, signed by his friend, ordering the murders of his dad, stepmom, and older stepbrother for twelve hundred bucks. Where does he get 1200 That's what I was saying. Yeah. Where does a 14-year-old have 1200 bucks to spare? I thought it was going to be like two Lunchables or something. The teen's dad found the disturbing note. Could you imagine? And a folding knife in his backpack over the weekend, police said in, in, in a charging document. The police said in a charging document, I, this is what the document said, I, obviously redacting the name, will be the hitman for hire, for the defendant's name, to murder, the name's redacted, the note read, then reads, I am aware that if I do not go through with it, I will not get paid. Now, there is a solid contract. Oh, you're tight. Money in question was agreed upon was $1,200, and I will leave an hour or two within the murder. That's what the signed document wow. reads. The disturbed teen told cops he wanted his friend to burst in the home, shoot up his relatives, and stage the burglary gone wrong. The boy, whom the Daily News is now identifying, would then run into from his bedroom into a neighbor's house and have them call 911. Holy cow. He had this, like, planned out. We lived down here. Did we hear about this? Holy. I saw it was on uh, WPTV. Was it? Yeah. Holy moly. Good Cops period. followed up with the classmate who admitted he is friendly with the boy and signed the contract, but considered it a joke and never planned on carrying out with the killing. Smart kid. The other teen won't face charges. I have to ask why not. It sounds like a conspiracy well, to commit murder, right? It, without a doubt. Why is this other kid not facing charges? Like, he's so easily let off saying, oh, I thought it was just a joke. Well, maybe well, the parents aren't pressing charges. Could it be that? Because the, No! Nobody has to press charges when you sign a contract to up. kill somebody. Yeah. You know, the defendant, too, had not... Yeah, this is where the technicality is. 
The defendant had not gathered any cash or gotten a gun to use in the crime yet. Uh. That, I think, would have made all the difference mm. in the world. But the child had been depressed and wanted to hurt himself. He had no specific plans. The police wrote an arrest document. The teen had gotten in trouble for bad grades and been grounded, he told the detective. In April of 2014, the boy had taken a knife to school and threatened to kill his classmates. The teen's dad had told the police. The defendant stated that he he has had a built-up of anger towards them, his family being, and wanted his family killed. The document reads, He did tell me that he thought about killing his family in the past, but was unsure about how he would carry it out. The boy is held on a charge of solicitation to commit first-degree murder and could face a total of three charges for each family member he wanted dead. Mm, The state attorney will decide if the boy will be charged as an adult or not. Listen, if that boy could write a contract, he should be charged as an adult. Without a doubt. If he's smart enough to know that, he's smart enough to be charged as an adult. Well, folks, we hope you enjoyed the show. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your St. Patrick's Day. Be safe. Remember, next week we'll be doing a best-of show. There will be no live show next week. And we'll see you all in two weeks. My traditional clothing... Closing, closing, closing. Life is short. Save the moments that count. Never be afraid to express how you feel. Because if anyone doesn't like it, you just tell them to kiss your ash. Be merciless. Spare no cigar. Smoke them all. Let God sort them out. Take my big cigar, my cigar.